Welcome back for another edition of the HS Extra Pep Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Turkin, alongside my partner, Joe Serrera. Joe, it's gorgeous outside, which means it's time for us to talk about spring sports. Let's go ahead and start on the diamond. Uh, baseball, always pretty strong in the 3-3-6. And right now, uh, a surprise team that you've actually already written about, Western Guilford, uh, playing very well in the beginning of the season. Yeah, uh, the uh, Hornets are 10-2. and Tough loss last night, 4-3. A uh, walk-off walk in the bottom of the seventh uh, with the bases loaded, costing them in a 4-3 loss at Southwest Guilford. Those two teams are tied and probably going to finish tied atop the Piedmont Triad 3A. Southwest having a typically strong season for them. Uh, two very good teams. Western, four years ago, one win, then seven wins, then 11 wins and they've already got 10 this year. It's been a slow build, but uh, the, the junior and senior classes on Coach Matthew Wood's team this year have been a huge part of the turnaround. And it's, it's easy to forget because there have been some struggles lately, but this Western Guilford baseball program has a lot of history. Back-to-back state championships in 1984 and 85. Uh, in fact, uh, the Southwest coach, who I talked to a little bit after the game last night, Reed Holmes, went there uh, had had uh, right around that time. So uh, it hasn't been that long, but they had fallen on hard times and with some good young talent that paid their dues as freshmen and sophomores the last couple of years. They've really built that program up, and they've got a lot of young guys still in the program, so it looks like not only have they turned it around, but they've laid a solid foundation for the next couple of years, and that's great to see for, for that program and that school. They, they've struggled a little bit in a number of sports recently, but uh, getting the baseball program back to what it once was is a huge first step for them, and if you want to read more about that team, you can look at HS Extra our website right now, or you can wait for Friday's print edition of the News and Record. We've got a good story and some great photos by our uh, APSC award-winning photographer, uh, Khadija Nikuye. She's got some great photos. Check it out. Joe, who else is strong in baseball this year around the region? I'll kind of jump around conference to conference a little bit. Metro Conference really looking like uh, a three-way race. Northwest Guilford and Grimsley kind of together at the top. Uh, both have some Division I talent on those teams. You know, guys that, that you'll be seeing at the college level in the ACC in the next few years. Page is maybe just a little bit behind them, but but pretty close. That's pretty much what you're looking at in the Metro. And, and a pretty close race and a wide-open race among those teams. Mid-State 3A, Rockingham County, our, our friends up to the north, 10-2. and two. Uh, The Cougars have been strong uh, traditionally uh, in recent years. They're strong again. Northern Guilford is also going to make a run at that title in the Mid-State 3A. Uh, Nighthawks won a state championship not that long ago, a few years back, with a great pitching staff. Uh, a lot of, the, a lot of uh, Landon Kimry, the coaches, uh, guys off that staff are at, at Division I programs now. It's taken them a little bit of time to, to build back up again. That was a senior-dominated club, but they're coming back, and they're right on, on track to be very good in the next year or two. Mid-Piedmont 3A is Southeast Guilford's to lose. Uh, the Falcons are always strong, especially in the regular season. They've had a little trouble getting very deep in the playoffs the last few years, but uh, Dave Beasley always has a great program there. Uh, that tradition goes back to when it's Pleasant Garden High School back in the day and winning state championships. And from that standpoint, in terms of uh, Southeast Guilford, which is having a great athletics year all around with football, girls basketball, 
uh, wrestling. Uh, the baseball is just going to continue that. And uh, a little note on them. April 24th to 26th, if you love high school baseball, the place to be, First National uh, Bank Park where the Greensboro Grasshoppers play, the annual Farm Bureau Invitational Tournament. I mentioned that after Southeast Guilford because Dave Beasley, the coach at Southeast, runs that tournament along with great help from Donald Moore and the Grasshoppers. Another great field this year. Western Guilford's in it. Grimsley's in it. Rockingham County is in it. Wesleyan is in it. Western Alamance, which is a really strong program, is in it. Watauga, from, uh, they always bring a team from the western part of the state to play. They're in it. A really good field, April 24th to 26th. That's a place to be if you want to see some really good high school baseball. And there's going to be some great matchups, great players. And to kind of wrap up the high school baseball, we have to talk about two private schools in the area. Wesleyan Christian Academy, always a contender, if not if not the champion, uh, in the NCISAA ranks. Uh, they're going to be a player again. High Point Christian is back up this year. Uh, they are 10-2 uh, and two at last check with a win over Wesleyan already. Those are the two teams to watch for there. Uh, they do not meet again until the very end of the regular season, May 3rd. But that's a great rivalry game and a lot of Division One talent on those two teams. That's pretty much what we're looking at right now in baseball. Joe, what about uh, on the softball field right now? Uh, who do you feel like has a chance uh, at potentially making a run in the state playoffs? No surprise again here because it's a program that's been very good for quite a while now. Northwest Guilford, unbeaten right now. The uh, Vikings, uh, Mike Everett is the head coach there. He has, is a key assistant on the Northwest women's basketball staff, so he knows something about winning championships and building strong teams. Uh, they've got a couple of key games coming up. Uh, they have one that is uh, tonight with uh, Forbush, a uh, team from uh, uh, west and a little north of Winston-Salem that's always strong, albeit at a lower classification. That's a good test for them. And then uh, moving on to Monday, they're going to be at Southwestern Randolph, another good team. Those two teams will tell the story pretty much on, on what Northwest is going to look like. Uh, those are big games for them. The Metro uh, 4A, yeah, they're going to have to deal with Page, but, but Northwest is clearly the class of that league. Uh, the other two teams to look at right now, I would say, are uh, in the Mid-State 3A up northwest again, Moorhead, uh up in Eden, that's a team that's off to a very strong start and uh, a school that's also having a good year all around in athletics. We mentioned their baseball team earlier, Southwest Guilford. Southwest Guilford uh, softball looks like, again, the class of the uh, Piedmont Triad 3A and a team to watch for. But Northwest Guilford is definitely the team that if anyone's going to make a run in the postseason from around here in softball in the NCHSAA, it's going to be the Vikings. Joe, you talk about Northwest Guilford, and right now they're the hot team in girls lacrosse, uh, undefeated on the season. Three freshmen leading the way. Devin Martinez, 60 goals uh, at the time that we're doing this in 11 games played. Uh, Carly Sounds and Isabel Parrott, uh, the other two leading scorers, also both freshmen. Uh, quite a remarkable start to the season for Northwest Guilford girls lacrosse. Uh, and then also uh, in track and field, Joe, uh, county meets sneaking up on us here. And yep. uh, we could have some uh, some young men and ladies 
that uh, that have a, a shot at some state championship. Yeah, that that's coming up soon. It starts with field events on April 18th, and the finals for all the running events and a lot of other things on the 19th. That's a Friday and a Saturday. That's at Southeast Guilford return there after uh, renovation in their football stadium a couple of years ago. Went back last year. If you like track and field, great place to be. Uh, it always seems like it's hot out there for that one, so if you're going out, be prepared. Sunscreen. Uh, it's always a great event. One athlete in particular to watch for uh, in the in the field events uh, from Ragsdale High School, Caitlin McGugan. She's been a factor in the discus and shot. Her best event right now is one you will not see her competing in at the high school level in terms of uh, county meet or state meet, but she's already making noise at the national level in the weight throw, which is uh, an, an event that you don't hear talked about very much, but she's only been competing in it for about a year, and she's already setting state records and placing herself on the national list for rankings in that event. And she's definitely somebody to check out, not only at this meet and going forward at the college level. And Spencer, you're going to be talking to her very soon for uh, next week's HSExtra.com interview, correct? Yes, I, I certainly am. and looking forward to it. Uh, the HS Extra interview is a great way uh, for me personally to get to know some of our high school athletes. In our sports that really aren't, you know, football and basketball, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a great way for people around town to to get to know them as well and to know all the talent that we have here in the 336, and and it's a nice way for us to feature them. So I, I hope that everybody who listens to these podcasts will go ahead and give the HS Extra interviews a click and a read uh, on Saturday afternoons. Uh, on greensboro.com and hsextra.com. Yep, and you can always find those in print on Sunday also. And I want to just jump backward in time a little bit to the winter season and uh, a little note on high school basketball. Uh, this week, Greensboro Day Boys team invited to play in the Bass Pro Shops uh, tournament in Springfield, Missouri, which takes place in mid-January 2020. That is a huge event nationally. Oak Hill Academy teams of that caliber. Uh, Christ the King High School in Middle Village, New York, and the city is in that tournament. Uh, some great teams from the state of Missouri, but a real national field. One of the more prestigious events in the country. And the reason that Greensboro Day is able to play in it is the timing of it. A lot of the big national events are around Christmas and the holidays. That's tough for the Bengals because they are wholly committed to playing in the Haco Invitational. That's a, a big part of their season every year so they can't play in other events around the holidays but this one is going to be january 16th to 18th 2020 springfield missouri and they play it at uh, missouri state formerly known as southwest missouri state's arena seats 11,000 people and they pack 10 or 11,000 in there for a lot of the sessions it's just a great environment from uh, folks i've talked to about it a great showcase for high school basketball and a great showcase for a uh, greensboro day team that's got a very strong junior and senior in your mix next year. Well, Joe, that'll do it for this HS Extra Pep Talk podcast. Make sure everybody stays tuned to hsextra.com and checks out all the spring sports uh, posts that we'll, uh, we'll have up on the website. And we'll be back with another HS Extra Pep Talk podcast here soon. Hope everybody will follow us on Twitter at Turkin35 and at Joe Serrera NR. You've been listening to the HS Extra Pep Talk podcast right here on hsextra.com.